0: Good morning, I am Brad Booker with Alex Franco. Booker, Alex, and somebody still looking for that person to sit in the empty chair across from us, and Mm -hmm. it might be Molly. Molly's joining us this morning from California. Hey, good morning, Molly. Hey, good morning, guys. So we're taking this time to try to get to know you a little bit better. We've met in person a couple of times, but don't really know a whole lot about you. Like, are you from California? Where's your family? Are they all scattered everywhere?
1: Yeah, I have family in a few different places across the country. I'm actually originally from Colorado slash. Minneapolis. So those are the two places where most of my family reside. I'm from a small town called Fort Collins, Colorado, got the CSU Rams there. And I moved to Minneapolis a few years ago where I lived for a couple years. That's where my dad is from and ended up moving to California after a couple years being there.
0: How is it living in a city where there's no snow for the first time <laughs> in your life? Is there no snow in Sacramento? I don't think so, right?
1: No, no, there's no snow here. There's the closest we have snow is maybe a couple hours away in Lake Tahoe. Oh,
0: uh, okay. Mm-hmm. I grew up in the Midwest and I've kind of lived all over the place too. And I moved to Texas and I said, <laughs> never again <laughs> am I going to live anywhere where it snows. And by God, I have stayed here and loved every minute Boy, of it. It's funny here like in Austin like once a year we get like a snowmageddon like you know we get snowed in two flakes yeah that's two flakes that, and, that's and a city shuts in. down no and I'm from here and it's like I don't know what snow is like you guys talk about shoveling to get your car out and go to work and go to school and here we can't drive and this we freak out so it's like you know Booker you were like this is nothing like you're driving in the snow thing. like nothing when no one's on the road so your family is uh, spread out between Minneapolis and Colorado and here you are now in california looking to possibly move to texas
1: yeah. You know, I'm the one person in my family that's just kind of like moved all over the place. Mm-hmm. You know, family is important to me. And something that I think is going to be very interesting, you know, generations from now is people will look back at those like Ancestry.com family tree situations. And they're like this relative, whoever this is, we're related to. She was all over the place. That's crazy. Mm. Are you guys into Ancestry?
0: I did that a long time ago and... Tracked my roots like I am so poly purebred white. Mm -hmm. I mean, (laughs) I'm so white That my roots are traced all the way back to England. One hundred percent English. But uh I did get one of those uh things for my wife, and it was really interesting. She has a lot more flavor in a gumbo. Gotcha. <laughs> there, you go. there you go, See, I'm not <laughs> in all that stuff. Like I don't want to know if I have other family members out there like you what, don't? what's the twenty four in me or whatever. Yes. No, no, no. Because I have my life set up pretty good. I don't have time for new family members. You don't want to have to track down on a long lost no, cousin or something. And I don't, don't want to keep up with them. If I find them out there, I don't <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to keep up. I got things to do. I'm busy. I'm happy the way I am. What about you, Molly? Have you tracked any family members on uh, any of those ancestry sites?
1: Yeah, well, you know, it's crazy you say that because I actually did discover a long lost great aunt that no one in my family ever knew about. What? Through Ancestry dot com. I mean, you, you hear about those stories all the time on like TikTok and social media where paternity tests reveal that, you know, you are not the father type <laughs> situation through Ancestry. But we actually had this woman reach out to my dad. My my dad's really the one who's very much into this genealogy oh. stuff. And this woman said, Hey, I think that our trees are connected somehow. Do you mind if we talk on the phone and I'll explain why I think that. So ultimately what happened is this what we absolutely are connected and how we discovered like what happened is her mother was adopted as a baby and For the longest time, until maybe about 10 years ago or so, they did not know the name of the birth mother. This was in Minnesota. So they went to, like, the State Department of Adoption or whatever and (laughs) to try to get, like, the information on who her birth mother was so they could do this Ancestry.com stuff. And there's a law in Minnesota where they cannot release that information for like 99 years and they were like yeah yeah it's insane and they were just a few years away from that well the social worker that they were talking with left the file on her desk and excused herself for maybe 10 minutes or so just long enough and we believe it, it was intentional just long enough for them to snoop in the file and get the Information they were looking for, ah. which is really cool that she did that. a movie
0: scene, dude. Yeah,
1: absolutely. So of course they took advantage of the situation, discovered what the birth mom's name was, and that was just enough to connect the dots through ancestry.com. Mm-hmm. So the name matched what was in my family tree, and this was my dad's dad's mom, who had a child out of wedlock and then ended up giving her up for adoption. Mm-hmm. after about six months and no one in the family knew about this so then at that point the whole conflict was you know at the time you know, my my grandfather has since passed away but this would have been his older half-sister
0: Wow! and the conflict
1: was you know grandpa is in his 90s he doesn't have a lot of time do we tell him that he has a half-sister
0: well it's a good thing you don't have that problem anymore <laughs> <laughs>